Star Report. I'm your host, Star. Welcome to the show. Folks, it is Saturday evening, and I want to talk about Fat Joe, a.k.a. Joseph Cartagena. Last week, he sat down with Gail King, uh, one of those shows on CNN, and he admitted to 95% of his raps, music, art, if you will, being lies. Thank you, Joe. We, we already knew this, but um, it's nice that you have finally admitted to it. Um, was Charlie Rock LD right all along? For those who know, you, you know what I'm talking about. Charlie Rock LD, who Fat Joe used to go visit in the penitentiary for years and years and years. Did he go visit the man to keep him quiet from blowing up the spot? Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Fat Joe, who was a, um, a convicted thief by way of uh, being a tax evader, and, um, you know, somebody who I know to have been beefing for years in the New York Tri-State area. He used to go up to Hot 97 radio station, and he used to talk reckless about Jay-Z, 50 Cent. This went on for years, maybe a decade, I'm not sure. But anyway, if he's someplace else now and you guys want to... Um, Forgive him and let him move forward in life? Okay. Okay. But please stop with this, yo, he's speaking up for Young Thug. Young Thug doesn't need Fat Joe. Young Thug needs to understand, I'm sure he does now, that the Atlanta metro area is not tolerating the bullshit. There's too much money down there, too many black people trying to do the right thing, and and let let me go on record and say, and idiots like Young Thug and YSL have to find a new way to make money in that town, okay? Anyway, uh, that's my top story this evening. Fat Joe admits to being a liar and a hip-hop fraud. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. More so than me just jumping out the window. You know, Joe and I have never had bad words. You know, we exchanged a, a few subs. Well, actually, he, he, he shot a sub at me, and then I just I kick his back in from time to time because I'm not trying to hear, you know, him talking about uh, uh, Hispanics created hip-hop 50-50 along with foundational black Americans. No, that's bullshit, but we, we've already had that discussion, right? My showrunner, um, guys, I, I need some help from you. I need some help from you because Mark Curry, writer, um, born in New York City, spent a little time with his family in Teaneck, New Jersey, and then moved down to the Atlanta area hooked up with Diddy and the team and he was a writer I don't think he ever put out an album and and I don't think he has been given enough credit for the I'm sure the 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 the, uh, rhymes the songs that he wrote maybe he just didn't know what a clearance form was back in those days you know with ASCAP and BMI maybe he was never told (laughs) (laughs) maybe he was given, you know, nigger pennies respectfully for his contributions. I don't know if uh, Mark Curry was or is a good guy, but I'm, I'm concerned about something. I'm concerned about an interview he just did where he's, if you ask me, admitting to taking part in crimes. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Good evening, troll babies. I'm concerned. But I want you guys to tell me if he was just, you know, going along with the flow. Was that hip-hop culture back in those days? Ah, 
spiking bottles. And then, uh, as he said on this interview of uh, The Art of Dialogue, pardon me if I didn't make the reference, Diddy was going around putting pills in females' mouths after they would drink the spiked bottles. But Mark Curry said, we, we. So I'm inclined to think that he implicated himself in crimes. Am I wrong? I want to hear from some of you fathers, mothers, sisters, daughters, aunties, grandmothers. Now, again, uh, this guy, he has he has found I think he has found peace. He put out a book. I've not read his book. I went to his IG page um, and he's been talking. He has been kicking in Diddy's back for uh, a couple of years now. And, and guys, who do we give the credit to? Is it Gully TV? Uh, my homie M. Rack or my homie Doggy Diamonds. Who, who started doing the Mark Curry interviews? I want to give credit where credit is due. I thought it was Gully TV. Salute to Gully. He, he does a lot of uh, in-depth interviews. So do Doggy and uh, Doggy Diamonds and M. Rack. But uh, we started getting an, a, you know, just an insight of Mark Curry through uh, one of those guys, right? Gully. Okay, was it Gully? Okay. Salute to Gully. Let's give credit where credit is due. And I was believing his story, and I still do, with regards to his contributions, to the songs. If you listen to his cadence now, go to his IG page, Mark Curry, okay? M-A-R-K-K-C-U-R-R-Y. And he's, you know, he's spitting a rhyme about something. You hear that early bad boy flow, which was fucking beautiful. Beautiful. Now, according to him, he said he didn't want to play hide the salami. He, he didn't want to, you know, find the woolly bobo. But now that interview, again, on the art of dialogue, it just, it concerns me where he's talking about the bottles being spiked. Before I say too much and before I do too much, I want to hear from you guys. Did Mark Curry admit to crimes? And if he did... What should be the repercussions, if any? To my knowledge, he has not been accused of anything. Um, he's still kicking in Diddy's back. Maybe Mark Curry was just a guy who honestly just wanted to be down. He didn't want to be involved in the bullshit. And was he groomed? Was he groomed by Diddy? Troll babies. Help me out. Help me out before I go off the rails. I started sipping. Hmm? Was he touched? Was something revealed to him, you know? Mm. Okay, they are talking crazy, as you should be, okay? Guys, sit tight on the phones. I see you. These are my main two topics this evening. Also, hang on a second. I got to write this down. Um, I may have asked you this question before. Does being petty make you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> Does being petty make you feel better? Oh, I did, I did some goofball shit um, yesterday. Yesterday was Friday. Make you feel better. <laughs> I've always been a person who just enjoys hanging up on what I consider to be stupid people. And I hung up on somebody yesterday. I, I, give me a little time. I'll tell you about it. But I just... I did it, and then I felt better. <laughs> Good evening, troll babies, again. Does anybody do silly shit like that? It's just, 
and then you and then you say, why did I do that? When am I gonna grow up and be the bigger person? Never. <laughs> okay, sit tight. Coming to the phones. We get everything situated here. Oh man, was Charlie Rock LD right about Fat Joe? And how many years was he beefing with Fifty Cent and uh, um and Jay Z? You see. I, I remember he used to go up to the radio station, Hot 97, and, and all the Puerto Ricans that worked at the station, they all got on code with Joe, with the bullshit against, you know, black rappers. How many years did that go on, guys? Hold on a second. Let me make sure I'm all situated here. Saturday night, huh? Oh, man. And most of the... um. Mm, oh my God! Most of the Puerto Ricans and and Cubans and Colombians from Terror Squad they don't fuck with Joe. They don't fuck with Joe, huh? So so he can say, "Oh, yo, it was all lies." He can say that now because again, he's older. He's focused on his beautiful family. We had a very touching conversation one time about. I'll just say somebody in his family. I, I would never, you know, be disrespectful. And I said, wow, man, he, he's, he's really a good guy. Even though I don't have any kids. I mean, I have, I have trolls, which, which are better than biological kids, if you ask me. But he said something, man, that I think this was like 2005. It fucking touched me. And I said, well, well, why is he doing all this fucking goofball beef and shit, okay? Anyway, I just wanted to Google something real quick here. Charlie Rock LD, founding member. Of Terror Squad, huh? Oh man, did, did Charlie Rock LD die broke? Somebody just tell me that, man. Charlie, I I, I remember um, Doggy Diamonds was the one really giving Charlie Charlie Rock LD, you know, light, man. Did Joe ever make peace, troll babies? Before I go to the phone lines, did Joe ever make peace? With Charlie Rock LD. See, I just can't buy into the bullshit of a, yeah, yeah, no, it, it was all lies. I can't buy into that, okay? All right, let's get to the phone lines. Let's get the show started here. I want to go to area code 408. Earlier, are you there? It's Saturday night. We're going to be a little extra letting you know now. 408. Hey, yo. yo, yo, yo. Hey, what's going on, Star? Uh, I just wanted to touch up on the Fat Joe situation. Yes, sir. It is a situation. Um, yes, sir. It's a situation. Got yeah, uh, I, I think he's a pathological liar, and um, I'm kind of glad that he came out, you know, because I always see interviews with him, and he's always talking about, there was a thousand niggas. Right. And it was just me. You know, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of the story. I hope Snoop also comes out as well as a, being a pathological liar. But yeah, um, I'm really proud of Joe. I will say that. You say you're proud of him for, for admitting the truth? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. better late than never. Yeah, I said thank you, Joe, but I don't know if I'm proud of him. I think that he's trying to shift, you know, his position. He's now a Rock Nation worker. He went from being a boss to being a worker. He works for Jay-Z, you know that? And uh, whatever that chick's name, I forget her name. She the, the, who, Who's the rat that runs Rock Nation, guys? Guys, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, I think he said it on Matt Hoffa that he didn't really start making money until he... Sir, can you fix your T-Mobile phone? It sounds like shit. Come on, I want to hear you. 
Whatever you're doing. All right, peace, man. Okay, he's signing off. He said he can't fix the T-Mobile connection. I ain't mad at you, man, but Jesus Christ. I don't know if I'm proud of Joe. Th- thank you, Joe. You're a fucking liar. You've been a liar. Twelve babies, can, can, I, can I snitch early? Early! Huh? I'm a proud rat. My homie, Dot. Who I've known since to, from two, two Kings in his cipher. Produced all that, all that, all, all those goddamn hits on Bad Boy. I called him uh, a couple of months ago and, and said, hey, yo, yo, homie, it's Troy. I said, uh, did you produce tracks with Biggie and, and Fat Joe? And he said, Troy, are, are you back on the powder? <laughs> There was no tracks, according to D-Dot, the mad rapper. <laughs> so, Joe, you've been capping. You've been capping. <laughs> Hang on a second, guys. Um, Judah, I got your donation. Thank you for tapping in. Fat Joe is a liar and a nigger. That's a fact. That's a whole, that's a whole fact. But, but do we accept his admission? I say be careful because, you see, if, if you try to say, yo, he's standing up for Young Thug, you know what's going to happen next? Fat Joe will have a show on CNN. As some type of official fucking spokesman. I mean, he's already hosting the goddamn BET Awards. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's go to area code 919. Uh, good evening. It is Saturday. I'm with the bullshit tonight. Are you there? 919. Yes, no, maybe? Definitely. Yes, Majors here. Hey, how are you, sir? It's cracking. Yeah. I was talking about my fault. I was talking about the Mark Curry situation. Yeah. Now, that video. Yeah. With that video, at the beginning, he says that I didn't go to those parties. He didn't involve himself. And then it sounds like he was just telling a story, and he kind of went into the first person of the person who was telling him the story. So when he says we... He's talking about the person who was telling him the story is saying we, because he said he didn't go to those parties. Sir, don't try and clean it up. Uh, and, sir, sir, don't try and clean it up. And if you are Mark Curry, stop the bullshit. He said, we, we had bottles over here. And and, and, and the bottles yeah. over, over there, we knew not to touch those. They were spikes, sir. He said right. it. Well, he didn't go to every, but he still... He still said in the beginning, you're right, you're right, not taking that away, but he did say in the beginning that he wasn't a part of that and he didn't go to those parties. Now, he had to go to some of those parties if he worked with them. He had to be at some of them, but like they always say, they go, yo, let's go to this other after party. Let's go here from the normal, common, you know, regular people be in their party. They go to the after parties, and he said that's where that would happen, and he wasn't a part of that. That's Mark Curry. Fat Joe? Stay with me, sir, before you go to Fat Joe. I appreciate you calling in. To be precise. I appreciate your time. To be precise, because I watched that interview four fucking times. He was was talking about he didn't go to the parties where niggas was smoking poles. He didn't go to those. Right, right. When niggas was playing hide the salami, he didn't go to those. Oh, he was at at the parties where the bottles were spiked, my nigga. Let's get it right. Right. Okay. Now, I'm asking you, 
I don't know Mark Curry. Maybe I met him. I don't know. And who gives a shit if I did? Did he implicate himself in crimes? We know he's kicking Diddy's back in. Salute to him. He's, he's a grandfather. He's got a book out. Salute to him. But now, did he implicate himself in crimes? Do you have daughters, nieces? Did, did, did your mother, you know, get into some shit like that? Come on, let, let's talk that G talk tonight. Come on. I got all of the above. None of them ever been involved in anything like that because we all play that from the QU. But I don't think he implicated himself in any crimes because even Puffy's civil uh, situation is a civil suit. It, it's not anything where they're bringing charges or anything like that. So with his situation, he probably got a deal where he wrote that book, got money, and got whatever type of agreements that he has with any NDAs that he had or anything to where he's clear because he wrote, he wrote that book. So now this is just comments coming out and interviews. All that's already laid out. So he already, you know, they would have came and got him if that was the situation. I hear you, sir. And and I'm not trying to act like I have more knowledge than you. But, you know, Diddy's not going to respond until something affects his bottom line. But now let's not just, you know, assume because uh, you have females in your family that they haven't hid secrets i've dated girls man and after two years into the fucking relationship they break down and and tell me that they were molested or beaten up by a stepfather i mean so so we can't say we can't say that you know it's something that they always reveal mark curry described with a smile and that's what bothered me man the smile and and he almost laughed you know females being being on on uh the spiked bottles and then diddy allegedly putting pills in their mouth and then he said right then he said that was hip-hop culture he said we didn't know until bill cosby got in trouble right right exactly right come on come on exactly right so now so now the situation would be it's not just mark curry if he says that was even back to Bill Cosby. That's how they partied with, you know, when they were stars and, and they getting in rooms and now they reached that level of I'm elbowing with the elbows. And that's the culture that they do. They've always been committing crimes. It's just that it never got reported. Okay. People sweep it under the rug and they got money for the litigation. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Let's go to Fat Joe, sir. He has, lie, he has admitted to being a, a cap, a capper <laughs> and a fucking fraud. Uh, do we have to put more respect on Charlie Rock LD's name? I mean, because he was he was trying to tell us, and people say, "Nah, he just better he hating, right?" That, do you know who Charlie Rock LD was? Come on, definite. I watched I watched the uh, interviews with Charlie Rock LD. Respect RP, of course. Yeah, but it's like you know what I'm saying. When it comes down to it, Fat Joe is trying to keep up with the with the game, with the kids, with the image, trying to stay relevant. You know, you heard a lot of foul things he did from fighting Pat Pools to different ways that he did pun family. You know, you can say what you want anywhere to anybody, but your actions prove, you know, what's really real, your words or your actions. And if they're different, they're different. Joe's always been different, even down to saying the word nigger and, you know, making it a basis of where you're from being able to say it. So it's always, you know, speculations and perceptions, but his fakeness is because he's trying to stay relevant in a game that, you know, he's just playing the puppet, keeping that dollar coming in, staying relevant. And some people. What just, is your ethnicity, sir? May I ask? What is your ethnicity? 
I'm an American national. My family was here before the United States. So I've been here. Okay. Are you a black. foundational black is, American? Is that what you're alluding to? Definite. Okay. Definite. Hollis Queens, 214. Okay, okay. I lived out there, 109 109-2595th Street, you know, coming down the hill and the little curve. And anyway. 195. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. But now here, yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Foundational black Americans have been ripped off, robbed. They're, they're, they, they sadly allow other people to come in, claim parts of their culture and creations. And then if, if you don't, you know, check them, then they become spokesmen for the goddamn culture. Right. Are you okay with Fat, right. Fat Joe becoming a spokesman? He's already hosting the goddamn BET Awards. You okay with that? I mean, Fat Joe does have, you know, a reason to speak for the culture because he's been in the culture for a long time. We've been playing his music, and he's been a big part of it. That's still relevant. Now, your perception, how you feel about him speaking out for the culture, he can definitely speak for the Bronx. You know what I mean? So he could definitely speak for hip-hop. Okay. He's been around all these people and everything. So okay. he can definitely speak for it. Okay. Your opinion on him is your opinion. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But he earned that. I appreciate your call, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, Star. Always loved you, Buckwild. Okay, me... sir, there is no love. Don't come at me with that goofy shit. Street's got no love, my nigga. <laughs> Folks, if you're new to the show, I give my callers the last word, whether I agree with them or not. If you don't know, goddamn, I was born in 64. I was at the very first Sugar Hills Rappers Convention, 1981. I printed out the flyer just to remind myself. Sugar Hill Gang, Grandmaster Flash, and Furious Five. I saw a cowboy on stage, goddamn. Crash Crew, Spoony G, Treacherous Three. At the Regiment Army. I was there May the 9th, 1981. I was there with some fucking plaid pants, a mock neck. I had red suede pumas with elastic. We used to put elastic in the goddamn, uh, uh, for the shoelaces. <laughs> I may have seen three Puerto Ricans in the goddamn building. Anybody go back that far? I want to say, I want to say Fat Joe's a guest. In the house of hip hop. Hold on a second. But if you say otherwise, goddamn, let's go. But either way, he has admitted to me a liar. Um, Houston, I see you, my nigga. Are you calling in? Are you calling in Houston? Okay. Also, guys, I will be promoting my sponsors tonight. Let's put some respect, respect, as you guys say, on Skylar Saunders' name. Skylar wants to know if I'm doing um, a hate-a-thon. For Christmas or New Year's, I'm, 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 I'm gathering notes right now because there's so much that I do want to, you know, just talk about. I have a brand new vodka sponsor. Hang on a second. Where, where's the banner or the showrunner, pardon me, for the new vodka sponsor? So I might be on some other shit. Um, anyway, let's put some respect on Skylar Saunders' name. Please go to his channel, subscribe. And he doesn't mind you taking shots at him either. Okay? YouTube.com forward slash at Sky Saunders. Go there and tell him I sent you, okay? Jesse, I got your donation. Number one is luring baby without 
my paws. Okay, Jesse, I appreciate you and your husband, but are you sipping? What is that? No one is luring baby without my paws. Somebody help me out, folks. I struggle with Ebonics. <laughs> the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> Area code 929, good evening. Fat Joe has admitted to being a fucking fraud. What say you? 929. Yeah. Hey, good night, Scott. How you doing, brother? Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. I mean, put him on hold. Put, come on with that good night shit, that old Caribbean shit, and then my brother. Put him on hold. Folks, don't come at me just, you know, off the rip like that. You see, give me a second. Let me take a sip of water. I'm in a great place, a great space. Hold on, hold on. Are you ready now, sir? I'll try. I'll try it again. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah, I'm ready, Stone. How are you, sir? Where do you want to start? Yeah, um, smoking on a Fat Joe pack tonight. That, are, are he's we, a fucking fraud, man. Are, are we smoking yeah, he's a, a fat, fraud. fat Joe pack, sir? He's hosting the BET Awards. Do you know he's he's executive producer of the Black Entertainment Award hip-hop ceremony? Do you know that? But it's like you said, man, listen. they we, We're the most... We're, we're, black people are the most... Um, <clears throat> we actually deal with the bullshit in the sense of we, people like Fat Joe. You're too kind-hearted. You're too forgiving. Yeah, yeah. you said that, and you've been saying that, you know? How you how is a, a Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican saying that uh, uh, is becoming the um, spokesperson hosting the, the, the black spokesperson? Huh? How does Puerto Rican yeah, become? Spokesper- yes, exactly. And I got no issues with Puerto Ricans. I got an old homie, King Tone from the Latin Kings. We worked in the mailroom together at MTV. That's my guy. But Fat Joe, you know, come on, come on. Shit. Yeah, no, well, me personally, Fat Joe is a, is a, is a fraud. He goes, he's, he's, um, he doesn't know what he's talking about most of the time. That, that, um thing with Biggie, him and Biggie made tracks, that's it. I started laughing because nobody never spoke about that until he said something. Sir, D-Dot said that's cap. I'm snitching. D-Dot said that's cap. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> listen, 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 Fat Joe been lying all his life, even with, like, even with the, the beef with 50 and... Beef with this one, that one is just like you know. Listen, there's a lot so how long was he beefing with Fifty? Wasn't wasn't it like five years? How long was he beefing with Jay Z? It was like uh, yeah. S- no, I think with Jay with Jay Z, it's been I think what ten years or so. Oh god! But you know what that is, right? So he's just a hater, man. He's just one of those old old hate hating ass um um people, man. That's all it is with him. He's just a hater because Jay Z was doing his thing, then Fifty came. Did his thing, but nothing was going on for that Joe at the time. Me personally, I, th- I thought he was blackballed out of the industry, where he had to go to Africa to make money and all that stuff. Different, you know, different countries in order to make money. Sir, are you foundational black American, uh, a descendant of slavery? Who am I talking to? 
So originally, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Raised, uh, came here at the age of nine. Okay. Uh, never went back. I am, yeah. Well, if, 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 respectfully, if you, yes, I, I was raised in America. So, yes. Okay. But, but you're, you've got roots in Trinidad. So, so you don't really listen to I Were George like that. What are blessings? Say, wait, could you repeat that? I didn't hear what you said. I'm on, I'm on one tonight, folks. Give me a second. So you, you don't really listen to I Word George like that. You're more American. No, I listen to both. I listen to, my, I listen to Soka, Calypso, and I listen to, you know, I mostly, yeah, rap music. I listen, mostly listen to rap music, man. Okay. Hip-hop, rap music. What year did uh, Water Blessings come out? Come get your Water Blessings. Who? What a what a blessing! What, what year was that? I, I I can't even tell you what year what a blessing come out. Maybe can you Google? Sir, can you Google it? So I've got time. Google it. I'm with the bullshit tonight. Iowa George. You you know who that is? Yes, I do. Okay, folks, I'm on one. I, I, I I'm, got, I'm googling it right now. I got a nigga claiming he's Trini. Come get your water blessings. Hold on a second. Uh, I gotta promote my new uh, vodka sponsor. Give me a second, guys. Nigga talking that Trini shit. You don't know what year. What a blessing. Uh, Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, sir. Is Fat Joe a culture vulture? I'm going there, sir. Has he gotten by too long? Is he a culture vulture now? A spokesperson. Uh Yes, Fat Joe is a culture vulture, man. 100%. Don't just say that to agree with me. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Sir. No, I'm telling Yes, no, he is a culture vulture because, like I said, he's always trying to be relevant in some way. So you coming out now talking about, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I've been capping, saying this, saying that, saying that, you know, that he's a fraud. Like, Okay, we already know this already, man. Again, you 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 made yourself look real stupid by saying you made tracks with Biggie. Like that didn't even make sense. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I I've already snitched, sir. D dot Derek Angeletti. <laughs> He said, Troy, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you back on the powder? <laughs> There's no tracks, my nigga. <laughs> Come on, finish up. Finish, finish up. Uh, I'm on one tonight. Finish nah, up. Finish up. I'll just listen, man. Yo, start. Is it all right? If, if, if is it all right if I say this nigga? Go ahead, go ahead, man. This nigga is 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 captain, man. Yeah, he's, this, he's 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 a fraud. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. He he's a fraud, man. Thank you for the call, sir. Yeah. All right. Salute. All right. Come get your water blessings. Anybody know water blessings by Highwood George? Oh. Don't get me started. Hang on a second. I, I may have to uh, block D dot. <laughs> oh, yo, Troy, what are you doing to me, man? You said you weren't gonna. <laughs> you said you weren't gonna tell <laughs> about our private conversation. Oh shit. <laughs> um, hold on a second, guys. Did, 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 did. Fifth Ave Phil got your donation. Fat Joe attempted to include black Spanish artists to increase numbers and gain strength with his argument. Uh, sir, you mean Spanish speaking? Not Spanish. 
Spanish speaking. Uh, super platinum. Fat Joe wasn't even popping in '95 uh, to be doing any tracks with Biggie. That's a fact. He was selling his tapes on Times Square back then. So he was taking orders from from Charlie Rock LD. Hmm. You got. You guys need to go to uh, uh, Doggy Diamonds TV to his uh, interviews with Charlie Rock LD and apologize. Charlie Rock LD was trying to tell you people you thought he you thought he was just better. No, he knew the real. Yo, the nigga be coming to he was coming to see me every year in the penitentiary, right? How many years did Joe go see Charlie Rock LD in the penitentiary for for the holidays? To keep him quiet. Because he was rapping about his life. <laughs> um, hold on, guys. Is it? Oh, my God. R-O-T-D-T podcast. Thank for your donation. Fat Joe said his Puerto Rican. Uh, okay, okay, I'm not even repeating none of that stuff, you know. Fat Joe is hustling murder burgers in the hood right now. Do they still call them murder burgers or is that like some old shit? Guys, I really want to hear from some of you with regards to Mark Curry. Let me pull the interview. I thought I I printed it out. I did not. Hold on a second. Uh, oh, man. this I'm concerned. I'm concerned about Mark Curry. He talks about spiking bottles, man. Oh, there it is. Okay, and eight hours ago, they got a new video. Diddy threatened, threatened to spit on my girl. He hates when women reject him. Oh, okay. So he tried to steal Mark Curry's girl. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to put this in the um, live chat. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about. The video itself came out yesterday. It's at close to 200,000 views. I know it's Saturday night, we're, we're, we're doing a lot, but I mean, I really want to hear from some of you fathers. Did Mark Curry admit to crimes? If so, what should be the repercussions? Or should there be none? Yo, start out was a different time. I mean, they used to sell Spanish Fly, right? Anybody remember Spanish Fly? Yeah, but- Put this in a girl's drink. So, you know, maybe um, Diddy and Mark Curry allegedly spiking bottles together was just, you know, the sign of the times. But now Bill Cosby has been, you know, catching L's behind this. Went to jail. What say you? Did he... Hold on a second. Area code four... Four zero. Did Mark Curry admit to crimes? Four four zero. Can we start there first? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, How are you? Possibly. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Do you care if Mark Curry admitted to crimes? Do you care? Well, I do because 
you know, I, I, I care about the victims. Mm-hmm. However, I'm just, I'm just a little concerned just with everything. Like, why, why are they just saying this shit now? I mean, I'm, excuse me, why are they just saying this now? I understand Cassie came with the, with the, uh, the, the lawsuit. God, God broke off real quick. But it's just like, why are, why are y'all all coming out now? The security guard, Mark Curry, you know, and then Mark Curry, lightweight, dry snitching. It's like, and, and, and snitching on itself, making itself look bad. But why are y'all now just coming out saying this now? I understand this has been talk and conversation around the industry for many years. And, you know, uh, these rumors have been circulating or these conversations have been circulating or these stories have been circulating. But, you know, nobody wanted to believe them or, you know, nobody's talking to the right platform or nobody, no, no right outlet is, is blasting it out like how it is being done now. And then now everybody wants to say something about it. Oh, yeah, he did. Are you black, sir? Can I jump in? Are you black? Are you black? I am. Okay. I am, sir. Well, who gives a fuck? About why it's coming out now. Okay. Get off of that, man. Get off of that. Stop it with that. The small hats are coming out today, yesterday, tomorrow, and 10 years from now. Get off of that shit about why now. It's coming out. Everything is not a fucking conspiracy, man. It's out there. Do you have daughters, sisters, nieces, aunties? If somebody spiked their drinks and slutted them out, would you say, yo, why now? Yo, auntie, why now? No, no, no. Yo, no, my, no. yo my daughter, why now? Or would, or would you say, give me justice? No, no, no. I'm not talking about the victim, sir. I'm talking about the security guard, uh, all the dudes. Like, like I told you, I care about the victims. When we first started, when I start, started this conversation, I care about the victims. Regardless of when it comes well, out. Well, then you shouldn't give a fuck why now if you care about the victims. A lot of these I, people I, I, I suppress can, it. But I'm, I'm, sir, sir, I, I sir. Can, they suppress the hurt, the pain. Get off of that, man. Come on. I I I I I, I kind of think it's it's a little bit of little bit of cloud chasing when it comes to you know and I and I know you you know Gene and you know Gene is 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 certified out in these streets and whatnot. I've never hung out with Big Gene. I never hung out with Gene. I never broke bread with Gene. We respect each other. That's all. Okay, okay, and that's basically what I'm saying. Like you respect him, you know, you know about him out in the street and shit. But I just think, like, all these dudes that's coming out saying some shit, it's, it's borderline cloud chasing them. Okay, okay, Now, if okay. the victims is coming out, speaking out, and, and telling the shit that happened to them many years ago, fucking tell, say this shit. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, it, it, it's, no it's fine. Yeah. I, I appreciate your passion. It's fine. I'm giving you the last word. You don't have to see it my 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 way or from my perspective, but you said you're concerned about the victims. Finish up on that point, please. Well, I, I'll say this, sir, on, on the final note. I care about the victims first and foremost forever and always. Why? Because my daughter was sexually molested mm. uh, for a period of time. Sorry to hear the that. Ages of 
five and ten. Sir. Sorry to hear that. So, oh, believe me. Right. I advocate for these victims. Period. Okay. I don't give a damn. And, and she didn't even say when it happened because because my daughter was was that very person. Mm. You know, I she didn't even tell me. That was the first time she told anybody. April twenty fourth of two thousand and twenty two. She is seventeen years old. She was sixteen then. Okay. I appreciate the time, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I don't know Mark Curry, but if he did implicate himself and, and lawsuits come out because more lawsuits are coming on Diddy. If if people start getting locked up and handcuffed, should Mark Curry be handcuffed? I mean, if you if you knew what was going on and you did not try to prevent it, I don't know. I'm not trying to, you know, kick the man's back in, but go watch that goddamn interview, The Art of Dialogue. Listen to what he's saying. And he just, I was concerned, man, because he's smiling. And then, you know, he, he tried to clean it up all toward the end. Yo, yo, it's something about Diddy answering the door, butt naked. He tried to make it about Diddy being butt naked. We don't give a goddamn about Diddy being butt naked. We don't give a goddamn about no nigga being butt naked. And if you look at the comments, the people are more concerned about, you know, him allegedly being being an accessory allegedly to what he described kids i'm as old as dust but i ain't never put nothing in no goddamn woman's drink to get her in the mood you want some powder i know where they got it good You want to put a couple of uh, rocks in, 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 your, in your, your, your doohickey, your stem? I know where, where you can get that. If that's what you want to do. I sniffed powder. Well, back in those days, sniffed powder. Wasn't with that smoking the rock shit. But if that's what you want to do, I can, you know, I can make that happen. We'll go to my apartment I'm not going to say the old address. <laughs> Go to my apartment. I'll run out and get it. You can give me a debit card. I, I need the PIN number, you know, just. But never put no shit in a drink and pass out. They pass out. And you start taking the coochie. Fuck out of here with that shit. It's that Charlemagne shit, allegedly. Um, hold on a second, guys. Okay, uh, somebody's sending me an email that has nothing to do with my uh, show here. Thank you so much. Blade, I got your donation. Blade says, check your email. Okay, thank you, Blade. Didn't Joe also claim that he instructed his Latin King homies in prison to look out for Tupac? Yeah. The Latin Kings didn't fuck with Joe. <laughs> I hate to go back when he came on the Star and Buckwild show. The first thing I said to him was, Amodare. He said, what? I said, Amodare. Latin Kings? He said, oh, nah, nah, I ain't with that. I have the audio still. I ain't with that. He didn't fuck with them and they didn't fuck with him. So that, that was Cap. It's it's all being cap. His book is cap. <laughs> Anybody read Fat Joe's book? 
<laughs> Who's the ghostwriter? <laughs> oh, is it? Uh oh, I think this is D dot checking in. Yo, yo, Troy, you're wrong for for, for blowing shit up. Uh, oh, is that Blade? No, that's Blade. Point me. That's not D dot. That's Blade. Brett, I got your donation. Hold on a second, guys. Saturday night, goddamn. Fat Joe has admitted to being a sack of shit and a fucking liar. Area code 516. Good evening. Are you there? 516. Yeah. Brett, how are you, man? Yo, I'm in, I'm good. I'm in the building, star. Okay. What's cracking, sir? Yo, not, yo, not, not for nothing. I've been hated, Fat Joe, bro. Mm, come on. I've been hated, Fat Joe. When Fat Joe first came out a long time ago, his rhymes was whack. He was supposed to be a drug dealer. He was supposed to be a big time drug dealer, and that's how he blew up. And I never thought he was. I never thought he was hot, man. I never got it. I never got it. And I think not for nothing. I think Big Pun saved Joe's career. If not for Big Pun, we we know this, sir. We know this, right and and Joe knows that. He knows that. There's no argument there. Yeah. So he's just been lying for a long time. And, and and I think that's just like a dead point. And actually, uh, you know who else? Um, Remy Ma kept him alive as well. If not for Remy, is Lean Back really a hot song without Remy on it? I don't know. The next thing, though, I want to talk about real quick because I, I can't be long. I just got back from New Orleans. I had a good time. Okay. But I want to just say this. Mark Curry, I think, is on the right path. But sometimes... He says too much, yeah. and I'm wondering if he has Parkinson's. Does he have Parkinson's or something? Do you see him shaking I have in the Vlad video? I have no idea. I mean, like, I became more familiar with him by way of Gully TV, and we, you know, this, you know my, my, my history. I worked at record labels for well over a decade, so a lot of those guys, writers, and I believe that he wrote more songs than he's even given credit for, they were they were trying to get off the streets, so they were hanging in the studio. They were contributing, formulating verses, uh, 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 hooks and choruses. But but you know he just he's he's doing a little too much right now. Uh, try, trying to kick in Diddy's back. I'm concerned about what he said with those spiked bottles. Go ahead. I saw that just today, man. Did he say that? He was part of some conspiracy to drug all the girls, and he said, don't drink these bottles, but drink these ones over here. Sir, it wasn't a conspiracy. Sir. According to him, it was a fucking reality. He described it. <laughs> described it. So does Mark Curry have a bag to go after? Because, I mean, I mean, is he like a, a broke nigga that could just say whatever he wants? He doesn't have to worry about getting sued, or is it that... uh? He just doesn't give a fuck. I, I mean, you know, pardon, pardon. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, uh, I went to his uh, uh, IG page today of my, my first time. Um, he says, uh, public figure, bad boy alumni, carpenter, rehab uh, designer. He's more than likely in a better place now, and that's a great thing. That's a great thing. He probably didn't want to get into to the... Uh, shootings and all that nonsense that was going on back in those bad boy days maybe maybe did he jerked him maybe he just didn't understand business but but he's you know talking about spiking bottles man i'll let you finish up are you a father 
Any experience with women being slutted out behind spiked drinks? You know, I mean, you know, I went to college like everybody else, man, and I remember the um, the frats, the fraternities, man. They would make these drinks that were like either purple or blue or whatever color fraternity, man, and it would be like these sugar bombs filled with grain alcohol. I don't know if you know what grain alcohol is. Of course, I'm an alcoholic. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> the fuck? So great. So the, the drink would be so sweet that they would get so drunk and they would give them these, like, thermoses, you know, like the college bottles, mm-hmm. man. And I just thought that that was always a little funny, man. So other than that, I don't really, you know, I never really saw it, you know, in my own eyes, with my own eyes. Man. Okay. I never really hung out with dirtbags that would do stuff like that, man, to be honest. but Bingo. You said the key word, <laughs> sir, dirtbags. But now at, yeah. at the same time, <laughs> we have to, let's just keep it real. A lot of those college frat, you know, uh, 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 gatherings, events, if you will, a lot of people knew what it was in advance. They, they knew, oh, you drink that shit, you're... You're going to be on your ass, or you might pass the fuck out. What what Mark Curry was describing, to me, sounded like some real disingenuous, sneaky, low-level shit. Go ahead and finish up. All right, I'm going to finish up with this, man. I don't want to change the topic, but you, I know you're up on all this shit, man, but there's an uh, 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 actor named Columbus. I think his name is Columbus Short or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I saw the little clip. He said, did he try him? <laughs> I'm at the hotel all alone, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, that's all I got today, man. Thank you, man. Him and, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I talk to you later. Yes, so. sir. Thank you. Yeah, go, go follow us. Go file a lawsuit, man. I miss us with the bullshit. Yeah, he claims Diddy called him. He was in the bed with his girlfriend. Hold on a second. Diddy said, what you doing? You missed the parties. Some type of party, right, guys? Hold on a second. What you doing? I'm here at the hotel all alone. You know? <laughs> Maybe he was calling him to have another bussy rendezvous. You know, he's, these guys only tell you part of the story. Yeah. Columbus Short. Let me Google this nigga. I don't know who the fuck he is. Okay. Is this the guy who did he... When Diddy had on the Joker costume, talking about, what's up, baby? I'm really about that. Is that who we're talking about? Okay, born uh, born in 1982. He's 41 now. Okay, so, so Diddy wanted to bust his cheeks, allegedly. Did Diddy ever bust his cheeks? You see, Diddy may have been calling for, a, you know, round two. <laughs> What you doing in the in the bed with 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 the fish again? Boy, come on over here and bring that boy cunt over here. You know what it is. Stop playing with me. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So in 2014, uh, this goofy Columbia Short, <laughs> uh, a no plea jail agreement 
but then he pleaded guilty to misdemeanor domestic violence. Oh, okay. So he likes tussling. Maybe him and maybe him and Diddy were, were tussling over the uh over the boy cunt. Put that where right there. Where where? Who's on the other line? Area code two five two. Good evening. I got your donation. Permission to speak freely. Thank you for your support. Are you there? Saturday evening. Uh, Star. How are you, Star? This uh, Russell calling from North Carolina. How are you, sir? What's cracking? Good. I got. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk about the Mark Curry situation. I know you said you were looking for fathers. I'm a father, okay. and I find that I found that interview a little disturbing. Yeah. And uh, this whole thing with um, uh, Pete Diddy and all these allegations coming out, he did settle. I'm wondering if we're looking at maybe serial predators. Mm. Mm. So like, uh, come on. Because it, it's going back. We're talking going. I think this going back. Talking about uh, it's, uh, well, scenarios or situations, whether it's the club going back almost 30 years. So it's rolling into almost like serial predator type stuff. And then the part he talked about with like spiking the champagne bottles. These And when they're partying, they're partying with younger women, maybe 18, 19, 20, 21. They're very impressionable at that age. So me as a father, I can try to teach my daughter certain things, but it's going to come to a point where my love and protection will never be enough. She'll she'll eventually go to seek that somewhere else. Right. See what I mean? Right. And and I just think uh, Diddy and them, whatever they got going on, it's going to lead to criminal because you're only going to be able to uh, resolve so many lawsuits before someone's going to have to look into the the see if there's anything criminal. The same thing with Bill Cosby. He was settling suits right. and suits and suits, and then it led to criminal. Right. And I think uh, they they need, I'm a father, they need to go ahead and look into this criminally because it sounds like we have a group of, and like Mark Curry said, it was the culture. So it sounds like we have a group of serial predators amongst the hip-hop community. Mm-hmm. You see what happened with Brother Polite? He's a part of the hip-hop community. We have... Uh, a culture of serial predators that need to be extracted from this hip-hop culture. And it's a, it's a shame that it's happening during the 50th anniversary because there's some revealing going on. Right. It's um, the same information that I think Professor Griff's been talking about over 20 years as far as, like, this whole hip-hop industry. Right. And I just think my la- uh, one of my last pieces for Diddy, if Diddy was in Georgia, that lady Fannie Willis would put a Rico on him. Mm. Talk about it. And um, talk about it. I guess uh, the Fat Joe piece, if I can get that and Go ahead. I can end my call. Go ahead. Fat Joe should not. <clears throat> Fat Fat Joe should not be representing any. Should not be in the forefront of anything representing hip hop. He is a guest in the house of hip hop. A guest. He should not be executive. Pro- Bob Johnson didn't build BET for people of color. He built that for black people, black entertainment television. Somewhere it's been shifted, and <clears throat> Fat Joe has been shifting this narrative. I sort of was through with Fat Joe about seven or eight years ago when he was on that ESPN show, and he just leaked the story about the Biggie song where he talked about the robbery. Mm-hmm. Me as a fan, I never knew that he was talking about Anthony Mason. No one knew about that. Right. He told that story on ESPN. I was just like, <clears throat> he's been constantly just sort of like pecking away and 
putting himself in places where he really don't need to be. And also you talked about that beef with 50. That beef lasted almost 10 years, and they didn't resolve it until Chris Vlady's funeral. I think that was around 2012. Mm. It was almost 10 years yeah, they were beefing. A 10-year beef. Yeah. Ridiculous. So I think uh, 50 said they were at that funeral. They sort of just resolved it there because I think both of them came up under his management, and that was in 2012. So it was almost a 10-year beef that he had with them. But Well, stay with me for a second because, yeah, if, if your rhymes were lies, as he said with Gail King on CNN, 95% of your rhymes were lies. Why were you beefing for a decade or more? Profiting off of the ignorance. If, if you knew in your heart of hearts you were full of shit. And I, I, I don't have to like, you know, really violate and disrespect the man. But I have never heard of Fat Joe putting up them dick beaters and getting busy. But you know what I have heard of, sir? Terror squad jumping people. I've heard of that. I've heard those stories as well. I've never yeah. really heard any. It's, it's, it's almost like his entourage, the people that's yeah. around him are more yeah. dangerous than he is. Right, right, right. And he sort of, and, that, and I think, and he talked about that too because I think he had to pay a lot of those guys off because he, he's done interviews where he talked about how he spent all the money that he had going to the bank getting $50,000 a day or something because yeah. he has to feed these wolves because if he don't, right. Uh, like that guy used to call in uh, to your show and say, uh, never show your plate to somebody that's hungry. Yeah. Al from Little Haiti, that, that was his saying. Never show your plate to a nigga that's hungry. Go ahead. And I think he, Joe, uh, I guess my last point, Fat Joe had to spend a lot of his early money feeding those wolves so yeah. they didn't eat him up. Right. When you think of Terror Squad, you, you think of Pistol Pete and Charlie Rock LD. You think of T.A. You think of Tony Sunshine. You think of Cuban Link. You think of Big Pun. That's who you, I mean, Correct. with all due respect, I mean, again, Joe has never disrespected me. I'm not trying to make this personal, but I mean, like, you know, just, okay, so now you're admitting that your rhymes were, you know, lies, should he apologize for all the fucking beefing he's done? I mean, man, I was right there at that goddamn radio station and Power 105. And he promoted this ignorance for years and years and years. Go finish up. Yes, I think not only does Fat Joe owe the community apology for uh, promoting that poison, Fat Joe owes the hip-hop and black community an apology for using the N-word repeatedly. I don't know why he was never checked with that. Oh, Star checked him. Uh, 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 Star checked him on the Hot 97. I called him a speck to his face. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, Joe, Joe why, why don't you guys use the word speck? Why not? He's, oh, well, we don't use that. That's offensive. I mean, there, there, yeah, nothing. there's more to the conversation, but, you know, oh, the word speck. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. But nigga's okay. Go ahead. You're, you're right. Go ahead. He should apologize for the word nigga and, and get past it. Go ahead. And, and lastly, I would like to see, uh, I would like to see charges uh, drawn up for uh, P. Diddy and his whole little circle. Because, like I said, I think, allegedly, we may have some serial predators in our culture mm. and uh who knows how deep that rabbit hole goes and how many people have actually been impacted because a lot of people 
things happen to them, and it takes a while for they just bury that stuff. Like uh, you were talking about having being in a relationship with someone two years later, they start telling I, I know that situation. I've talked to people, and yeah. two, three years later, they start telling you this graphic stuff. You never know. People don't like to peel old scabs because when they start bleeding, it's hard to get them to stop. So I think Facts. criminal charges need to start getting pressed and start looking into this rabbit hole of these uh, serial uh, predators that we have in the culture. One question before you go, sir. I appreciate your, your input. If, if Diddy and others are arrested, should Mark Curry be arrested as well? He described having knowledge of it in that uh, Art of Dialogue interview. Should Mark Curry be arrested Co too? Correct. As a father, all of them should be arrested. Anyone who was there, participated, touched the bottles, right. knew of what the, the intention was of yeah. it or heard yeah. of it after the fact. Facts. I mean, all of them. And, Star, if you give me five seconds. Go ahead. I knew Diddy was grimy, was getting grimy when Biggie's daughter had to beg him for tickets. I heard that on your show a few years ago. He had to beg him for tickets to those shows and stuff, and Biggie lost his life waving the flag for bad boy. His yeah. daughter, should, her cup should be running over. Yeah. If she spends three, four $400,000 in the summer, you shouldn't be like, oh, baby girl, you ran through that money. You put more money in her account. You, she needs to be living better than I'll be sure, son, that you done raised. Mm. Her father died waving that bad boy flag. Yeah, yeah, a very young man, too. Thank you for your call, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Folks, I'm going to be doing something new with my uh, live chat at the top. If you guys send a, I don't know, a $50 donation, I will post your link at the top of my live chat for 30 minutes, okay? I usually post my PayPal information. I want to switch it up a little bit, okay? You have my email address, thehater1964 at yahoo.com. Hey, Kerry, I got your donation. Kerry says, happy holidays, Mr. Terrain. Just sending some love from Seattle in terms of Fat Joe. I'll sum it up to something uh, the late, great Paul Mooney said. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. He's been fake. That's that's so true. Thank you, Kerry. Nice to hear from you. Yeah. Should Mark Curry be arrested if Diddy gets arrested for um, spiking bottles? Again, go to that Art of Dialogue interview. Disturb the fuck out of me. Yes, I have gotten high with bitches back in the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> Bitch, I know where they got it good. <laughs> and if you get to tweaking and geeking, just write down the just write down the fucking the pin number to your debit card and I'll go get more. <laughs> but what I'm not gonna do and what I've never done is spike no goddamn drink. Fuck out of here. I learned from the pimps in the early 80s down there uh, by the, uh, the old Greyhound bus station, 11th Avenue and 38th Street. And they used to say, man, we can't be catching no charges. Don't, don't ever force a bitch to do, to do nothing and don't be taking no pussy. Can I get an amen in live chat from real niggas who, who never, ever took no pussy? I'm so weird when it comes to making sexual advances. I, I can go on for like four or five months without ever trying a female. 
You get an amen from real niggas. It gets to the point where the girl says, do you like me? Says, yeah, I like you a lot. Oh, well, why don't you make a move on me? Well, I was waiting on you. You make the move first. <laughs> you have to give it to me willingly. I ain't taking shit. Um, Darnell got your donation. Rick Ross once said on a track with Diddy, I put Molly. Yeah, I remember Rick Ross talking about putting Molly in drinks. Mm. Hashtag Rico. Yeah, man, that's that's fuckboy behavior. Salute to foundational black Americans. You know, you, you, you I'm so waiting for Tyreek Nasheed's documentary to come out. I'm so waiting for microphone check to come out. It's not divisive. You need to to claim what you've created. This is the beauty of having someone my age on the microphone at times. I've experienced things. As I said earlier, I was at the very first Sugar Hill's first annual rapper's convention. It was on a Saturday, May the 9th, 1981. It was at the Armory up in uh, East Harlem. I remember Grand Wizard Theodore. He was, uh, he had on a fucking jean jacket that 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 night. Mr. Magic was there. Sequence with Blondie. Gonna funk you right on up. Gonna funk you right on up. I was there. Geeking. <laughs> but I was there. They, they had some type of fighter shooting or something but the show kept going <laughs> they didn't stop the goddamn show oh salute to my nigga disco dave from crash crew anybody remember crash crew i'm rambling folks pardon me just give me a second here you have to claim what you created because otherwise you're gonna ha- keep having uh uh j-lo people like j-lo and fat joe what year was that when j-lo performed was it the Grammys or the American Music Awards? The Motown Review. Remember that? J-Lo and Smokey Robinson. Was it Smoke, Smokey, you just, you, you're too old now. He tried to justify J-Lo singing some Motown classics. Smokey, Smokey, sit your old ass down. <laughs> I was blasphemy. J-Lo singing fucking Motown hits. Oh, my goodness. Um, guys, here's my new uh, vodka sponsor. I'm going to pick up the bottles Monday. Holy smokes. Hold on a second. Is that D-Dot? <laughs> Is that D-Dot texting me? <laughs> no, no, okay, no, no. That's D. D says J-Lo, 2019. Yeah, Smokey Robinson co-signing the bullshit. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, Smokey Robinson was smoking lovely with Rick James back in the days. Allegedly, I, you know what? Let me say, I don't know. I don't know. What was that track they had? Ebony Eyes. Dun, dun, dun. Right, right. 
Ebony Eyes, Rick James, and Smokey. <laughs> Were they smoking the peace pipe together back in the days? Well, Smokey Robinson co-signing J-Lo at the fucking Motown Review, 2019. <sighs> Pardon me, folks. I'm just I'm all over the place tonight. Area Coat, 732. Good evening. Are you there? 732. Fat Joe has admitted to being a lying sack of shit and a culture vulture. Good evening. Hey, yo, what? hey, yo what's up, Star? Yes, sir. How are I you? disagree with you saying. Yeah, I disagree with you saying that Fat Joe is a culture vulture. Come on, because Fat Joe represent you know Fat Joe represented hip hop for like what thirty years now. Because he, he came into the rap game what since nineteen ninety three, and he been putting out you know numerous hits. And Fat Joe never went out and made other different type of genre of music, so you can't really label him a culture vulture like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the rap, the people that you should label a culture vulture are artists like Harry Styles, Post Malone, you know, Machine Gun Kelly. Those are the ones you should be labeling the culture vulture, but not no Fat Joe and no Eminem, because you know. They 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 stuck they stay true to hip hop and represent the culture, you know what I'm saying? So Tuable Espanol. Yeah, hello? Yeah, Tuable Espanol. Tuable Espanol. Nah, nah, I don't speak no Spanish, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Are you uh, African American? Who am I speaking to, sir? Are you Caribbean? Who are you? No, I'm Caribbean. Caribbean, Haitian, Haitian American. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Listen to me, sir. You know? Listen to me, sir. The African Americans, foundational black Americans, started, formulated hip hop going back to the fucking 40s, 50s, 60s. It didn't start in 1973, contrary to you know, popular belief. So, so many people. Nah. Hang on, sir. I let you speak. Let you speak. Many people are guests. Uh-huh. Are guests. In the house of hip hop, hip hop is an extension of bebop. If you really want to go there, now if you're, no, I'll agree with you with that. Well, okay. Well, listen, I let you speak. Let me speak. If you're from the hood, right. if you're from the hood, that's fine. But just because you know you 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 shared a, a block of cheese with uh, your fucking neighbor, or you grew up in poverty together, does not give you uh, a rights. To, to certain creations. You were just in a bad situation at a point in time, and you shared things. But the formulation of hip-hop, sir, that's a black creation. So it, it's not to kick dirt on Fat Joe. I'm just stating the fucking facts, sir. You can go tell Fat Joe I said so. You can go tell everybody from that goddamn uh, uh, who came after, who's claiming, oh, we started no, it too. And it's bullshit, sir. Tell him I said it's bullshit. And I'm not mad at nobody. I'm just Mayor speaking Star. facts. Star. But Star, I, I agree with you on that. Hip-hop is a black man's creation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Spanish Spanish people came later on into hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Hispanic, sir. Sir, Spanish speaking. You see, you get it right. You've been programmed by the bullshit. People in Spain, if a Puerto Rican goes to Spain and says, yo, I'm Spanish too. Do you know what they do in Spain? <laughs> Nah, nah, I don't know what they do here. <laughs> I just showed you. <laughs> You're not Spanish. You, Cause speak, yo. you speak Spanish. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm rambling. Go ahead. Nah. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. I, I speak. I speak Creole. 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 <laughs> Creole. Yeah, yeah, Creole and English. That's all we speak, you know. But you know what I'm saying? You, but you're right though. Hip hop is a black man's art, you know, because black people created the art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, but Spanish people is black too, right? Your star, you're a five percenter, right? No, sir. I'm an atheist, proud non-believer in the theory of God. I, I, I have learned from from I have learned from the nation of gods and earth. Yeah, because I credit them for, for gods of earth. Because yeah, because in the nation gods of earth, we all believe the black man is the original man. Not only African American, but you know, African American, Caribbean. Spanish people, Native American, we all I have no problem with that, sir. I have no problem with that. But we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about hip hop, sir. Let's not go let's not go back to uh, Lucy Afarensis. We're talking about hip hop, sir. <laughs> Fat Joe, oh, yeah. Fat Joe and everybody else, and you go tell I'm I'm not gonna go too crazy tonight. You know, you're you're a guest in in, in the black art form. Respect it. Now, now let, let me ask. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, let, let me ask you a question, sir. All right. Let me ask you a question. How old are you? How old are you? Right. How old are you? There you go. How old are you? Me, I'm like forty. Okay. When will it be time for Fat Joe to stop using the N word? When, sir? Stop, man. He, is. but bro, he is a nigga because he, he he original. He is an original black man just like us. Spanish people is black just like us, you know what I'm saying? So we can't sit up there and hold Fat Joe to the same standard that you would hold a white person. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Thank you, sir. I gave, you know, I gave you the last word. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. I let him speak. I don't have to agree with you. I gave him the last word. Lenny, I got your donation via Cash App. Jesus Christ, you're old star. My grandfather used to talk about putting elastic in his pumas back in the early 80s. Yeah! yeah. So we used to wear Lee jeans with sheepskin coats and elastic. We would go to these... Um, um, sewing stores down on Delancey Street in New York City and, and get elastic. <laughs> Cut this shit and put it in the goddamn Pumas and the Adidas. And we were wearing dunce caps. Salute, salute to my, my friends from Plainfield, New Jersey. They were wearing dunce caps, the Puma crew. My homie Mufai, Dave Boykin, uh, Bruce Hodges. And a host of others. Uh, do, 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 do. 414 on the line. Give me a second. We're talking about Fat Joe, guys. And I'm, I'm sipping, so I may, I may go off the rails a little bit, but I have no real, I have no personal issue with Fat Joe. I'm, I'm glad he admitted to being a liar. Okay, let me just say that before we go back to the phone lines. Thank you, Joe, for finally, finally admitting you're a fucking liar. Area code 414, I got your donation. Thank you for tapping in. 414. What's going on, Star, man? I'm, I'm here just, just thinking about all the layers to this situation. Yeah. And yeah. you being a layered person, you able to, you know, uh, bring this thing out like it's supposed to be because you are in this, this space of entertainment, but you also know 
that we all are people at the end of the day. So while you speak your lawyer talk and your legalese about understanding the the ramifications of what one person does and the people that know about it, with like with RICO and things like that, you also understand that whether you're talking to a person face to face, come on, man. If if um, Curry, if he knows that there are bottles ten feet over here, yeah, and there, Mark Curry. Sorry about that. If if you know there's bottles ten feet this way that are not uh, ingestible for these females, right. and there's bottles on the other side ten feet away that are okay to drink, he knows this, and he could be the only person in there with maybe three other people, but he knows this. He's he's comparable. He it is what it is. It's just yeah. this. That's just what the understanding of a person being then you step into the other layers of come on man you are uh, incriminating yourself on a criminal case potentially that you had admitted to yeah. and here it is you didn't even have the wherewithal to put that in perspective at that time in real time right so you already a scumbag mm. so like you said mm. here it is you got guys like rick ross like the other guy he, he hit on so many points of this because he was layered too just like you know, y'all put y'all y'all put so many layers to it. We have Bill Cosby, uh, or Rick Ross, put a uh, in a drink and even know it. Things like this, like come on, man. Like first of all, to do it, that's one thing. But to say it, that's another level of Ooh, like. Speak on it. I don't even know what to. Speak I don't on even it. know what to call it. Yeah. When you when you think about it, and then you do it, and then you proclaim it. Come on, man. You. There's so many layers to that, bro, and there's many layers in between that. I'm not, bro, but I'm just saying, come on, man. You got to understand what you're doing when you do it, and when you on a status level like these guys are on, and my my wife, I love her, but when we when I'm looking at things like I watch you when you talk about these things and the layers that you do, she don't understand all of them. So when I explain some of them to her, she's like, well, if they know about these things because they are documented, why do they still want to get into it? So it's like a guy like Mark Curry who knows about these things. You get into it, and then you see it. Why are you not doing anything about it? So that goes to the level of person you are, and now it is you're getting older in age, and like a lot of these other people, they don't have other outlets. Right. So now the Internet, uh, TV, things like this becomes their outlet. They're already in entertainment. So then they end up saying things, you know, the D, Keefe D, I don't, don't want to mention other people because we're not on, on that topic. But people like him end up saying things and doing things that we know that people, common people know the knowledge of. But when they, when they implicate themselves and other people in it with the details, that's another layer of the conversation that his, is now brought to cases like Diddy and Cosby yeah. and Kelly. If I can jump in for a second, sir, and I appreciate everything yeah, you've said. Um, you know, if I were a female and I, I was slutted out by Diddy, right. Diddy and his team, allegedly, I would not only sue Diddy, I would sue Mark Curry as well. Right. right. I, 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 I would have to. I'm a grandmother now. I, I've been li right. I've been living with this shame, and here you are mm -hmm. up on the art of dialogue. Yes, you're you're, mm -hmm. you're at a you're in a better place in your life. You've got a beautiful family. We can see mm -hmm. where Mark Curry is. Salute to him. He's got a book. Oh, but you've got a book. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I I want I want right. I want to try and get um mm -hmm. you know, I, I I want some of the some of the royalties from your book. If you're that. But, comfortable and free to talk about right. bottles, spike bottles, right. you know, and then you're smiling. 
I've got to sue you too. Go ahead. That that goes to the layers that I'm talking about. Yeah. You see it and along with hear it. Yeah. And then you put it together with the understanding that, okay, money needs to be made now. As we say, the streets got to eat. They part of the streets at, right now at this point. Because like I said, they don't have any more outlets. So they become part of the streets, unfortunately. You know, some unfortunately, some, you know, willingly. And, and just not being on what they need to be on in the positions and the opportunities that they had. But a guy like Mark Curry, unfortunately, he did get stiff. But that has nothing to do with you being a human being mm. and understanding that the place that you're at and right. where, and, 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 and the entertainment pe- the pieces that you that you play in this right. are very important going forward because now, as the, the last caller said, it's the 50th year. Right. So what was your contribution to that, that 50 years? Now we, we're kind of hearing some of your contribution, my boy. Yeah. We're hearing some of your contribution along with some, some of the great records you, you, you made and you, and you wrote. That's cool. But along with that, that doesn't excuse all the, the victims that come along with this, this situation. Right. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. That, I mean, that, and that's, that's mainly what I have to say about the understanding that one person's actions affects many. And these people, like, like I said, the many names I mentioned while I was talking, these people have done things that they know right. that weren't right. And, and there were people around them that they made victims um, yeah. by, by being bystanders of it. Yeah, yeah. Very well said, sir. I appreciate your support. Have a great evening. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, clearly Mark Curry uh, was instrumental in those early bad boy hits. You can hear his cadence. Again, when you go to his IG page and scroll down and he's, he's spitting some bars, you, you hear that bad boy flow. And, and what was Diddy, one of his most iconic lines? Don't worry if I write rhymes. I write checks. Mark Curry spoke about, you know, having to, uh, he was homeless. He had to live in his car. He was driving a, driving an 87, 87 Honda Accord or something. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> what year did Honda Accords come out? <laughs> <laughs> Diddy was taking the niggas' rhymes and had them driving a Honda Accord. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Oh my God. Yo, Playboy. Yo, Playboy. Don't worry, I got you. I just need you to sign this right here. This, this is a clearance form. I got you. Just sign that. No, no. Right there. Sign that part. We're going. I got a, I got a uh, Honda Accord outside. <laughs> yeah. What year did the Honda Accord? Was that like eighty <laughs> nine? Why am I laughing? I'm stupid. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> did he made the niggas' life go from sugar to shit? He was up in videos. Give me some of the videos Mark Curry was in. He was that nigga for real, for real. <laughs> oh, Mark, you talking about spiking bottles. Mark, you might have to get them steel bracelets on your wrist, my nigga. You got a great beard, but it's, ne- it's never too late.
<laughs> uh, Baja got you donations, supporter of Joe, Ben Kappen, and he work with R. Ke- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of the track Fat Joe did with R. Kelly? I, I know nothing about Fat Joe's sexual life. What well, wasn't T.A. on Panda Chop News on YouTube talking about Fat Joe? I, I don't want to get into all that, but, you know. Mm, okay. Eamon, I got your donation. Thank you so much. They're all liars. Yeah, man. Well, you have to be a certain uh, piece of shit to be in the entertainment industry. You know? I, I don't want to go too far back and go too far left, but it's Saturday. I'm sipping. Who remembers John Gotti speaking to one of his grandkids? He was in prison, and one of uh, Victoria's sons, she brought one of the kids to speak to John Gotti. Gotti's sitting there, and, and the kid started, uh, his grandson started talking a little talking a little slick and 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 then Gotti said i got enough friends i don't need you for a friend and i think his grandson said he wanted to be a professional athlete and then Gotti started talking about you got to be a garbage pail <laughs> right right you got to be a garbage pail to be a professional athlete you got to put drugs in your body oh scold him told him i got enough friends i don't need you Hey, Doris, Doris says, didn't Papoose put the beats on Fat Joe? You know, there's conflicting stories. I know that uh, one of the guys on Panda Chop News on YouTube described what happened. Fat Joe and Papoose, they had like, you know, they were trying to get at each other. I don't think it was, it was no, no fucking beat down. You know, just, I've never heard about Joe, you know throwing no fucking hands with nobody. And that's not to clown him. I just, I've never heard it. You always hear about, you know, Terror Squad. Um, Kim, how are you? Kim says, you missed my super chat. Well, uh, what is it, Kim? Why why don't you just put it in the fucking email? (laughs) Why don't you just say, hey, Star, you missed my super chat, and here it is. (laughs) Okay, oh, hey, big homie, you missed my super chat. Okay, wait a second. Is this who I think it is? Give me a second. Hold on a second. Uh, like bussy for chocolates. That story I never took pussy, but I've been giving a girl back shots and without her permission. Uh, okay, that's very graphic. Okay, thank you. Like bussy for chocolate. Uh, Jiggy Slick. Elastic shoelace is crazy. Well, uh, listen, again, back in the early formation of hip-hop fashion, yeah, yeah, African-Americans were doing that. British walkers, gazelles, dunce caps. That was all black style. Or or moreno, as the uh, Hispanics referred to it. Salute to Crazy Legs. He called into the show about a, about a year or so ago and admitted that, that uh, breakdancing, they used to call that the Moreno style, meaning black. Sheesh. Okay, uh, guys, uh, hold on a second. Just send, send the... I don't want to say this person's name. Send the super chat here, please. 
Let me go to area code uh, 914. Good evening. Late night, we're talking about Fat Joe admitting to Gail King on CNN that he's a liar. And, uh, and uh, well, he didn't say culture vulture. I'm, I'm adding that. Are you there? 914. Yeah, 914. Good evening. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you, sir. Yes, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Um, I, I remember back in the days, there was a group called True Life. Do you remember that group that had Tommy Boy that was beefing with that? Joke? Oh no, the True Life from, yeah. from LES, Lower East Side. Yes, uh, um, True True Life. Yeah, he went to the penitentiary. Yeah, I remember True Life. Yeah, and I remember him making a video back in the days, and he was talking about Fat Joe's authenticity back then. Okay, you know, yeah. So it's been a long, you know, and then and then you add, you know, you know that, uh, you know. He he stole puns, rhymes, and all that other other stuff. So yeah, I'm glad he kind of confessed. Well, yeah, sir, 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 listen. Um, you can talk to uh, Liza, uh, Big Puns X. I I I've, I heard a big big pun was actually foundational Black American. He was never even fucking Hispanic, but you know that's it's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Liza. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Go ahead. It, you know, and as far and as far as Mark Curry um uh situation, I I think that the Rico's coming. I mm. think that he's gonna get pulled up. Ooh. Unfortunately, Gene Deal might get pulled up and a whole bunch of other people's gonna get pulled up. And that thirty five page document kinda laid out, you know, of Cassie laid out uh, certain levels of depravity there that's definitely going to open up a, 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 you know, open up a Rico. I'm going to say before, before, before March. Okay. The, the matter of fact, he, 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 he might, he might get in, he might get in, indicted on the Rico. Uh, uh, the Rico might come out for Valentine's Day just, just because he called himself brother love. Mm. Yeah. But the Rico, but the Rico's coming. I'm sure of it. If Mark Curry is handcuffed, would it be warranted? I mean, he descri- what he described on the yeah, art of on, on the art yeah, of dialogue, absolutely. it was concerning. And then he smiled. Yeah, very concerning. Concerning. Yeah, and then he smiled. Yeah. And yeah, then he smiled, and then he, you know, he, he yeah, he he made some serious admissions there, and yeah, he's gonna have to get the bracelets put on him, unfortunately. Yeah. But they're gonna make him do that thirty-five B, that rule for everybody that they pull in, even if they. Unfortunately, pulling brother Gene Deal. Everybody's gonna depending on what they got, they're gonna they gonna first offer them a thirty five B, which is cooperation, and then after that they're gonna slam them on their head. Mm. And rightfully so. Okay. I thank you for the call, sir. Because, thank you. Be, because is I just want to say in five seconds that um it's these three words that gets people pulled in. It's called you support it, promote it, and condone it. Mm. Support, promote, and condone. Right. If you was around for any of those bad things that happened, we go. Yeah. Thank you, Star. Appreciate Thank you, you bro. Yes, sir. Thank you. Diddy is a big enough fish that if they want him, and I say if, they will shake the tree to see what falls out. And someone like a Mark Curry, although I don't wish this upon him, you know, if you if you had the the gall to say what you said and then, you know, smile. And, you know, that wasn't hip hop culture, you know, 
spiking drinks. That was fuckboy shit. I, I disagree. That wasn't hip-hop culture. That was weirdo behavior, you know? Uh, Mia Lucky Charm? Or is it Maya? Thank you, dude. These people speaking up now were complicit then and reaped the rewards from those associations. Mm, that's, a, that's a fact. Hold on a second. Uh, they too were burned along the way, and this is their chance to put a foot in Diddy's ass. No pun intended. Yeah, I mean, they, they are trying to pile on now. And if they were done wrong, okay, then, then you know, yeah, now's your time. But, I mean, again, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it and say it. I'm concerned about what Mark Curry said. And I'm not even a father, you know? Hang on, guys. Um, I got a sponsor back, back with new content. This is a great platform. Guys, please go there and, and say, hey. Star sent me over here. Go to youtube.com forward slash at I hate everyone TV. I say again, youtube.com forward slash at I hate everyone TV. Great content. Okay. Earlier I mentioned, does being petty make you feel better? Okay. Can I just go left for a second and then we'll come back to the show? Um, yesterday, yesterday was Friday. Yesterday morning, I called um, my insurance provider for some of my vehicles. I have classic cars. You guys know this from the late 60s and the early 70s. And I take the insurance off of some of them from time to time when I want to drive them. And yesterday, I called... I, I I got a mammy. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was trying to tell the story without making a reference to, you know, the person's ethnicity, but it was a mammy. And I started to, well, I, I gave her the policy number, and I said, I would like to remove such and such a vehicle, you know, because uh, the weather's changing, and I want to put another one back on. And she just started, you know... It, it it got contentious on her end. And I'm like, what, what is this about? And she's reading me some type of policy. And I said, ma'am, I'm, I'm aware of this. I've been with you guys for well over a decade. But can you? Can you remove such and such a vehicle? Yes, but I just had to read, read this to you. And I said, okay, I, I let her talk. I let her talk. And then I said, okay, have you removed it? Oh, well, are you aware of what it is I'm saying? Oh, my God. I said, ma'am, can you remove the vehicle? I hear you. She start, then she started talking about returning the plate, DMV. Can you? I, I didn't raise my voice. I'm raising my voice to you guys. I said, ma'am, 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 can you remove the vehicle? Yes, but I just wanted to make sure you understood. Click. I hung up on the bitch. Friday morning, 10 a.m. 
I wouldn't argue with a bitch like you in my day to day. Why am I going to argue or, or let you be contentious towards me about removing one of my fucking classic vehicles? I hung up on her. I just hit the, you know, swiped. The point is, if there is a point, I'm just rambling. Does being petty make you feel better? (laughs) There's more to the story. Give me a second. Does being petty make you feel better? I took a breath. I took a swig of my coffee. I waited, and then I called back the same insurance carrier, and I got what, what sounded like a drunk white boy. A drunk white boy who had no problem removing the fucking vehicle off of the goddamn policy. He didn't want to read shit to me. He didn't question shit. He didn't tell me about DMV returning no fucking plate. And I said, are we good? And he said, absolutely. He said, he sounded drunk. And I said, hey, have a great weekend. And hung up. (laughs) Or is it me? Troll babies, is it me? Is it me? <laughs> anyway, the, the, the point is, again, just I had to hang up on Mammy. Mm. You know, the little swipe thing you do. Mm. I had been hanging up on people for decades, and it makes me feel good. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if you start to try and, like, you know, argue or something like that, click. Even in relationships, what'd you say? Click. Fuck out of here. Um, let me take one more call and then I want to take a break. I'm going to take a break and I want us to continue the discussion here. Area code 201, Saturday night, talking about Fat Joe admitting to being a liar on CNN with Gail King. Are you up to speed? 201. Yes, no, hey, mate. Hey, sir, what's going on, man? Yes, sir, how are you? Hey, sir, what's happening? How are you, sir? Hey, you know, you know, you know what's crazy? I, I'm, I'm going to get to Diddy, but the mammy, I had a mammy... <laughs> Or in the parkway. Right, right. And I know you know Jersey. I know you know Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I had a mammy on the side of the parkway. <laughs> the new uh, Whitney Houston. They they just named it. They named it after Whitney Houston. Right, right. I go I, I go over there. I'm relaxing. I pull up, and she sees my windows are completely black. Right. Oh. Oh. Yeah, 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 black. And you know that's bad for Jersey. But I get out. I have a, uh, I got the eye visor. I got everything under control. I go in there, and I say, hey, you know, can you give me a black coffee? And she says, well, why do you want a black coffee? Because your windows is dark. Can you see? Oh my god! I said, yeah, I can see. Over a coffee, I'm like, yeah, I can see. <laughs> I'm like, I, I pulled up there. <laughs> Pulled up here. <laughs> How did I get here if I didn't know what I was doing? Right. right. I said, yo, just give me a black coffee, you know, and that's it. She said, okay. She said, but are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm all right. Right. She's an older woman. I think she had to be maybe in her. I'm 49. I'm 49. She had to be 50. She mm. said, well, you should be really careful with how you drive, you know, drinking coffee. Damn. And I said, okay. Well, well, can you just give me the coffee? Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't even ask me, you know, how much is the goddamn thing? Just give me the coffee. I'll be all right. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. 
That was that was a manly story that I just wanted no, to no, throw. No, f- no, finish it up. How how did it end? Because you know sometimes I think I'm doing too much. I'm listen. I'm petty as shit, but it makes me feel good. How did this situation no, end? I was petty. I was I was I was petty because she said, "Hey, well, you know, your coffee is three nineteen, three dollars and nineteen cent." I gave her a five dollar bill, and I said, "Hey, you know what? It's okay. Just keep it." Oh. And 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 maybe later on you can ask somebody else if they can see when they come and buy a cup of coffee. Right. <laughs> yeah, I and, just left it as that. And she let you drive off without having to have the last word. She let you drive off like that. No, no, no. I had to leave because she said, "Sir, you're forgetting your change." I said, "No." Oh, okay. I had to yeah, get out of yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> You keep the change because I got to get the fuck from around you. Smart man, smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I got. Mammy has to have the last word. She has to. The, the goddamn last word. Yeah. Yeah. But now let's go to Fat Joe. Fat Joe, cut. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. And, 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 and Star, I know that's your guy, man. Joe was your guy, <laughs> but Joe. So I've on. never broke bread with Fat Joe. I, I, I don't have a Fat Joe plaque, all the goddamn uh, pr- promotion <laughs> I did. We, we, we aight. You know, I, I don't dislike the guy, but we 30, aight. 30 years, Joe, you've been lying, man. So, so well, 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 well even in Fat Joe, let me just first and foremost say, I always thought Big Pun was better than Biggie since we're doing this Diddy mm. and Joe Lion now and... Oh. I agree. I've always said Christopher Rios over Christopher Wallace. I've said that. I've said that. Oh, and, 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 and I believe that. Yeah. So now, Joe, you lied all of these years about everything that you're saying. Okay. Are you, are, was, was, was Punya, was, was Punya guy? Was he your artist? Is, is everything that Christopher Rios' wife said about you? Were you lying about it? Did you pay them? Did you help them out? No, come on, man. You, you, you got a lot of stuff to talk about now, right. homie. Since you, cause, cause you brought that to the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, yeah. I don't know, Joe. Man, I just, I just, your credibility is shot because how you going with CNN? CNN, a big platform. I give you that, and 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 admit that you were lie, but you couldn't do it on. Why you ain't doing the BET Awards? He <laughs> said he was a liar. Facts, facts. Why, why, why you ain't doing on, um, the 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 50th of hip hop and 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 say you was a liar? Right, right. You want to go yeah. on CNN? Him and Crazy Legs came out with the fucking the Puerto Rican flag in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, the yeah. You been running around doing all this. Um, hosting all of these goddamn events. You didn't say you was a liar then. Right. Now you're a liar? Right, right. Please. Yeah. I can't mess with Joe. I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Sal, I got your donation. Puff call Russell. How is Bali this time of year? Um, it, it might get to that man on some real shit, but I, I thank you for your donation. Uh, okay, hold on a second. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, who is this? Send me a screenshot of your. I'm not sure if you are who you say you are. Send cash 
app. I'm not sure if you are who you say you are, so I'm going to respond to your email. Okay. Terrence, I got your donation. After seeing Puff issues, should Jay-Z be nervous? I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I think Jay-Z is, you know, well, I know he he's a very likable guy. See, Diddy is kind of like Star. Respected, but not necessarily liked. You know? <laughs> Jay is a is a likable guy, you know? I mean, I don't think anybody wants to kick Jay's back in just, you know, just because, you know? Roberto got you donation. Mm, he says, I might sue Diddy too. Fuck it. Okay, did he, were you touched? Did he try and bust your cheeks, Roberto? What, what's going on? Talk to us. Hold on a second. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, is this... Okay, okay. I interview... Okay, folks, are you sending in cash apps? I don't, I don't just read random fucking emails. This is work. Okay, hold on a second. Are you calling in? A lot of people are trolling, pretending to be other people. I mean, I appreciate the trolls, but uh, this person is claiming to be someone, and I don't know if this is necessarily true or not. So I'm responding to the email uh let's go to area code 212 good evening late night saturday we're talking about fat joe admitting that he's a liar uh 95 of his catalog has been lies are you up to speed 212 212 are you ready if not i have to go you can't have us on a speakerphone something with the goddamn headset doing too much let's get you out of there Let's go to area code 347. Good evening, 347. Fat Joe is the topic, along with Mark Curry. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Star. How you doing, homie? What's cracking, sir? How are you? You hear me? I can hear you. Ain't nothing. This bull like. Hey, what's up? Calling from Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Fat Joe, first of all, a real big culture vulture, you know. Mm. I'm a hip-hop baby. Okay. I love Fat Joe from the beginning. But when you start analyzing his whole situation... First of all, we forgot about the versus battle when he was up there. We didn't forget, sir, but it's like, you know, if if I keep pounding that and pounding that, then it sounds like, you know, I have an issue. No, we, we, we went in hard. No. We went in balls deep on that nigga. Star, my bad. We you did, you did. Deep. And that was disgusting that people ignore that, you feel me? But at the same time, what black artist did he put on? You know what I mean? Second of all, every every little uh every little thing that went down, every little fad he was he jumped on it. He went to the south. He was fuck with R. Kelly. I'm sorry about the f word. He just was a like he wasn't he never been a real artist. He come from DITC. Did he ever help any of them artists from DITC? This is a powerful dude. His whole terror squad was uh 
Hispanic, and I, my girl, Hispanic. I'm not, you know, I'm not against Hispanic. Yeah, they niggas too. But come on, man, you 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 in the hip hop culture? What he could have created a real artist, a, you know, big pun, rest in peace for sure. And big pun definitely upped his his game, his lyrical game, and all that. But when you look at it, yeah, he's a culture vulture. He he took a, he's an opportunist. Every opportunist through his whole career, every little opportunity he could do, he jumped on it like a dang fiend, like a money-hungry culture vulture fiend. You know what I mean? And and it's disgusting. You know, you did go on the uh, the versus battle. You went in on that subject real heavy. We appreciate that. But a lot of people want to ignore that because of who Fat Joe is, you know. But basically, look at Charlie Rock LD, rest in peace. Oh, look my at a lot goodness. Of his old, look at yeah. Doggy Diamonds TV. Hang on. Well, wasn't it Doggy Diamonds who was doing the, the Charlie yep, yep, Rock? Yep. Charlie Rock LD interviews, huh? Shout out to Doggy Domus because he exposed a lot of stuff. Like, everybody want to look at uh, Charlie Rock like he's some low life, whatever. We understand that. He did a lot of time, whatever. But at the same time, I'm from the streets. And every time Fat Joe called out, Charlie Rock LD, he locked up Charlie Rock LD. It gave him more credibility. And I was looking like, oh. He was rapping about Charlie's life. I was trying, trying that's a fucking life. That's a big fact. It's it's disgusting. That book, oh my God. And I thought I was going, you know, get into some real when I got that book, I thought I, I was excited. I thought I was gonna hear some realness. You bought that the book? That book was a trash. That's you, the worst book ever. You bought Fat it? Joe's book? I don't recommend that at all. I didn't buy uh my girl bought it because she thought I would like it. It was an audio and I'm driving, I'm listening. This it's like trash. No substance, all lies. It's like just all stuff to make himself look good. I'm sure 90% of it is lies because I could tell a lie from the real. Fat Joe, you know, he's garbage, man. Mm. He jumped on the South. He jumped on Lil Wayne. He jumped on every fad. He jumped on it. Terror Squad, the whole Terror Squad is mad at him. Cuba Links was a real one. You yeah. feel me? Like, it, it, you got to blame. So, like, you can't. King Tone asked Fat Joe to apologize to Cuban Link. Do you know that? Go to Panda Shop uh, News on, on, on YouTube. Panda yep. Shop. Yeah. Panda Shop. Panda Shop. Yeah, but everybody's coming, becoming wise about it. His stupid, sh- you know, it's, it's a fact, man. The facts is there. He's a culture vulture. He's an opportunist, a money grabber, and he don't really give a damn about like hip hop for real. He don't care about none of that. If he did, somebody from DITC would be with him, at least one person. You know what I mean? Like he he he's not he's about himself. He's about himself, period. If he would re- really cared about pun, pun wouldn't be dead. He claimed, Oh, I did this and I did that. No, you didn't manage pun you wasn't really looking out for that dude. Pun had a bad addiction. You didn't put no effort into that. You claimed you did, but you didn't. Charlie Rock LD came out to prison after you yelled his name, yelled his name for clout, and he yeah. died. He died poor. How many years did Fat Joe go visit uh, Charlie Rock LD? Oh, my God. In the penitentiary. Guaranteed. He, he I'm pro- sure he did. He, no, no, it was for years. He probably went to do that to keep him quiet. <laughs> That's a fact. And and without Charlie Rock LD, Fat Joe would not have that credibility that he he Facts. thought he, he had back in the day. Yeah. And that's the crazy part. You can't look out for your boy at all. The stories that Charlie Rock LD said on Doggy Diamonds, it broke my heart because I, I, you know, I'm 42. Right. I was raised off of this stuff. And I was raised off of listening to Fat Joe yell, Charlie Rock LD, 
Charlie Rock LD. Right, right. You know what I mean? To bring some substance to his music, bring some credibility. And look what he did to him. The man is a, he's a, he's a cold piece, yeah. a cold piece of work. He lost an eye. Lost an eye defending uh, Joseph Cartagena. Did you know that? Oh, my God, man. He lost Sheesh. his eye. And then I heard Pistol Pete is not really feeling Joe right now. I don't yeah. know if that's all super, super facts like that. But, you know, I'm, I li- I'm from Brooklyn. I live in the Bronx now. And I heard some whispers. Uh, Pistol, that dude ain't really happy with Joe right now. Joe yeah. is, man, it's, the proof is in the pudding, star. And you're right. That dude's a culture vulture. And he, it's disgusting the way he's been going on. Disgusting. If Pistol Pete doesn't have a 401k for fucking, oh my God, for fucking around with Fat Joe, Fat Joe Terror Squad, <laughs> he, and, and, he, he better start writing books and, and, and doing the most. Huh? He better. Like, it, it's crazy. He better. And, and, and the whole Terror Squad, shout out to all of them. Those are some nice. Well, sir, sir, take it easy with the shout out. Slow that down. So that shout out, right, you know, don't I'm, do that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm just saying that because I, I bought their album and stuff, and they were lyrical. But my thing is, like, no black artists? Hip-hop is a black culture. It right. comes from the, you know what I mean? Not one right. black artist? Right, And right, then the right. one, okay, okay, Remy Ma, because she's a female. Okay, you, you feel like you control, you see how you talk about our black females. Mm. You've seen that. Right, right. Remy Ma, you know what I mean? And tell the truth, you don't get credit for Remy Ma. Big Pun get credit for Remy Ma. Mm, that's a so fact. let's be real with that. That's a fact. Let's be real with that. Let's get it real. So, yeah, he is a culture vulture. Okay. I'm glad, you know, Star's covering it. Shout out to Star. He always covering it. He always All right, sir, co- we got to go. You're doing too many shout outs. Thank you, man. Thank you. Let's go to area code 302. Good evening, Fat Joe. Oh, you have to speed on the topic. 302. Yeah. Yeah, hold on, so let me take you off the speaker. I'm off my Bluetooth. Hold on. Okay. Give me a second, folks. Saturday night. You ready, sir? Yeah, I'm ready. Your phone sounds crazy, uh, sir. Sir, your phone sounds... you sir, can you make the adjustments? I'm doing a show. I'm busy. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Yeah, as far as Fat Joe... He hung up. I didn't hang up on him. Sound like he was, it's like he was cutting up the coke. <laughs> Nigga started sniffling. And... <laughs> I don't know for certain. <sighs> Let's go to area code um, nine two nine. Are you there? Are you ready? Area code nine two nine. We're talking about Fat Joe and Mark Curry. Uh, a, a recent interview on the Art of Dialogue. Nine. Hey, what's nine. going on? Yes, sir. Yo, what's going on, Star? How are you, man? It's cracking. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. How are you? I think people get it twisted because they think of um, hip hop as a matter of being black, and uh, you know the, the, that's where the culture started from. You know, I, in my opinion, it's a matter of just as much as it is being black, it's also being from New York City, and. Um, you were around during that time. I'm, I'm from 1987. I'm from Queens, New York, and I've been in New York City my whole entire life. So it's hard for me to imagine anything happening without Puerto Ricans being involved. Um, you, go, you go a little bit further back, and you tell stories where they weren't involved. Is that, is that correct? Well, sir, are you yourself Puerto Rican? 
And, and what is your? Affi- I'm black and Puerto Rican. Okay, so what what is your um, affiliation with the one time culture? It was a subculture. It's become a right. a, a genre now, but it was a one time subculture. Uh, there there are historical. Right. Hang on a second. I'm just going to respond to what you're saying, and then you can continue on. There are historical right. facts with regards to black people creating hip hop jazz, blues, bebop, and other things. So just because you can't imagine it doesn't mean it's not fucking a reality. But go ahead. No, that's true. I'm just saying that black people have always been all over the place. That's why I said New York City plays as much of the creation as black people had involvement in it. It didn't happen in Atlanta. It didn't happen in Chicago. It didn't happen in Florida or California, so on and so forth. So with the style and the melting pot of things that were going on at that time, I think that that was just a place where it was going to happen. So I think, going back to Fat Joe, that he comes by it honestly. Well, like, hang on, sir. It actually happened in the South. There's historical... Hip-hop? Yeah, there's historical facts. So it's not just me saying this. I mean, are you a reader? Have you done any studying? I mean, you, you may have grown up in the uh, hip-hop uh, or, or remnants of the subculture, but I, I get, starting in the South. I I get that rapping and there was other styles that preceded, you know, actual hip hop. But we, we break dancing. Hip hop started in the Bronx. Break right? dancing. Right. Graffiti. Hang on a second, sir. Graffiti started in Philly, not New York. Go ahead. All right. So just going by what I know, as far as what I've heard all my life, hip hop starting in the Bronx. Okay. I think that, I think that um, Fat Joe comes by it honestly. Now I have two personal interactions that I've had with. It. Fat Joe in the past that were not pleasant at all. I used to work down at um, J&R Music World, and um, one time when I bumped into him down there, I was like 15 or 16, I bumped into him and I said, Fat Mother effing Joe, and he grilled me, gave me the shoulder, he didn't even give me a pound or nothing like that. And then another time in my projects, which he talks about in um, his interview with Matt Hopper, he was, in, he was involved in a shootout out there. He talks about this, so I'm not saying it's a legend or whatever. I actually saw it from out my window. So I think that kind of like, for me, solidifies his you know, his place in New York City. You never hear nobody talk dirt about Fat Joe talking about he was pussy or talking about he was soft or anything like that. I know you say you never heard about him putting up his dick beaters or nothing like that, but that's not true. I, in all 30 years, you never heard of nobody talking crazy about Fat Joe, ever. So with Tariq Nasheed's whole... H- hang on a second, sir. Can I ask you to descri- describe what is a shootout? People use that... that- terminology what is it shoot out pow, 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 niggas shooting or 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 somebody busting busting they got and and niggas and niggas and hispanics scrambling running for the what is this shootout what's this shootout i was a kid i was a kid and i seen this from my window i know the people from from my hood that, that's what's that project in queens and the, um you know the older people on my side how they explained it was is it was something over they were doing a music video no no what did you see you just said i'm gonna tell you about the show right, the shootout, what did you the shootout see? was is that he left and came back busting his gun like he came shooting dudes were shooting back running hopping over fences things like that and nobody died or anything but um you know that was the shootout it was a gunfire exchange <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, New York City, we live in, uh, what, do you, what do you call them? What do you call them? Um, human cages? Uh, high-rise cages and shit? Yeah, it was that. Sir, 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 sir. How old are you again? How old are you mm-hmm. again? How old are you again? I'm, 30, I'm 36. Okay, okay. I'm not trying to pull rank on you, but, but here's the thing. Niggas in the South 
for centuries mm-hmm. had shootouts because everybody got guns. Niggas up north right. can get to busting a gun, and because guns aren't like you know all over the place like that, people get to running and scrambling. They have shootouts right. in the south. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people up in New York talk, yo, we used to run around with the, the Mac 11s and this and that. You were robbing defenseless people who didn't have firearms. You get no props. No hang on, sir. Hang on, sir. Mm-hmm. Hang on, sir. You get no props robbing defenseless people with a gun. You're a coward and a fucking pussy. In the South... You run up on people, and then they pull out a gun. Then you get to busting back and forth. That's a shootout, sir. A lot of niggas up right, north. So- yo, I was a stick-up kid. You were a coward. You were a fucking bum. You were robbing people who didn't even have a pair of fucking scissors. Let's keep before, it real. Before there, was, before there was G-Unit, before there was Rough Riders, before there was Dipset, there was a movement which was Terror Squad. Hip hop straight out of the gate. They didn't. It was no salsa involved. No more. There was none of those other Latin music things involved. It was Terror Squad. They rep for New York City. They had one of the largest record deals with Universal at the time, and he was representing New York City hip hop to the fullest. I think he's a. I think he's a, a good person. If I don't, you know, I don't know if he should be the face of hip hop, but he's earned his position okay. to where I believe that he could be hosting the BET Awards, so on and so forth. Okay. As far as, with, so let me just say, the, the Tariq Nasheed um, documentary that's coming out, I like Tariq Nasheed. I've supported everything that he has going. I have all the hidden colors. My point is I, I fuck with Tariq Nasheed. I just don't think that he was the right person to put out this documentary because he has no type of reference to New York City, especially at that time. I, I think it would have been coming better from a person who was who grew up in New York City, who was here at that time, maybe yourself or Do- Doggy Diamonds, any, any one of the New York City outlets, because he makes it a purely like, oh, you just had to be black. And like I said, it could be right. I was just born maybe in the second, third generation of hip-hop where growing up in New York City, public schools, anything, Puerto Ricans was, invo- was involved. It's just hard for me to believe that they didn't have no type of I, input I, appreciate, I appreciate your perspective. I gave you the last word. You don't have to agree with me, but I gave you the last word. Yes? Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you. I want you to, to speak and speak freely. I don't, I don't know every goddamn thing, but, you know, long before Terror Squad, you had the Nietas, the Latin Kings, the Ball Busters. Anybody from Washington Heights or, or the Dykeman area ever heard of the Ball Busters? <laughs> huh? Oh, my goodness. I don't want to go too far back, all right? Um, okay, what is this? Forever Maryland. Uh, okay. I, I'm not interested in anything right now than what we're talking about, but thank you so much. Left-handed, I sent you a text message. Are you out there? Left-handed. Can you please verify the email that I got? Okay, something here. that, I, Folks, who just sent me three paragraphs? I'm not reading that right now. Please stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. 
Yeah, I, I don't want to get into that right now. Uh... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Janet, do you want to call in? <laughs> Janet pulling receipts. A woman claiming to be Big, Pu- Big Pun's mother was robbing a bank in uh, Miami in 2000. It was it 2014. Robbing banks because Fat Joe was allegedly robbing the family so bad. Anybody know about this? Let me put this in the live chat. You guys ever heard about this? Janet with the wheel kick tonight. Shit, I forgot about that. Any confirmation on that woman actually being Big Pun's mother? A repeat bank robber. Mm, mm, mm. Thank, thank you, Janet. Oh my God. Elvis the Chef Rosenberg got your donation. Thank you for tapping in. Uh, okay, hold on a second. Let me let me make sure this person is who they say they are. Um, area code two six seven. Good evening. Are you there? Two six seven. Hey, what's going on, Star? It's Yada Bear. Yada Bear. I was at work. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> call her at that moment. I look, listen. I understand what she was doing. I feel you. <laughs> Yada Bear from down in in sports. Listen, I didn't know for certain because you've got my number. You didn't text me to say, Star, this is Yada Bear, right? But uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My okay. my fault. My fault. I sent your email to left handed, and I said, "Is this Yada Bear <laughs> or is this a troll?" But um. So what's cracking, girl? Let's do some talking. Let's start with your Philadelphia Eagles. First and foremost, you are one of the biggest Eagles fans. Where are the Eagles right now, please? Oh, man, we are 10-1 and one right now. Woo! Top, top of the NFL. Best record two times. You know, second time in a row, you know, best record in the NFL. Okay. Um, actually, tomorrow, it's the... Um, we have the NFC Championship rematch against the 49ers mm. tomorrow um, here in, in Philly. So that's a that's a big game. So, you know, that basically can be the outcome of who have the number one seed okay. in the NFC. Okay. So, oh, and, and then also along with that game, um, you know, Deshaun Jackson has finally retired after retired. about right. – about like 15 years in this in the league, he retired as an Eagle, and they're going to um, honor him tomorrow at the game also. Okay, okay. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, so you wanted to say what about Fat Joe? Um, I have your email here. But oh, I, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what I was, was going to say was that, I, I, on my opinion, I think anybody who's non-FBA or coach or vultures and will always be guests in hip-hop. Speak no matter on. where you're from, Speak you on. know my you know my father is from Jamaica, you know, and my mother you know is, is FBA. But I look at you know anybody who's not full blooded FBA as a guest in hip hop, and ah. also I I believe that um BT should be ashamed of themselves by oh allowing goodness. him to constantly um do uh, hosting award shows and be all up and, all up and down BET. If they're going to allow him to do that, then they should just consider renaming BET, you know? Yeah, yeah. Name it something else. Don't eliminate the, the, the word black from, you know, BET. Right. Truthfully, right. nobody will really watch BET anyway, so what programming they have on there? Nobody want to watch Baby Boy or oh Medea 150 yeah. times, I, I'm you saying, know? Yeah, I, I, you know, and it's not just because I'm older, but um, 
there I, I can't even go there. It's just it's it's a cone fest. And you know, I'm just like, what? I don't want to see this shit. I don't watch the award oh. shows or nothing. But good, you were saying good. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I don't watch any of it. They it just took all of the life of hip hop out of it. Like none of these award shows is are good. They all bad. It's, it's a bunch of these mumble rappers. Um, you got a bunch of ratchet hip hop chicks shaking their butts and it's just it's just terrible it's just yeah. terrible and they always want to throw in like new edition or they want to throw in buster rhymes or, or fat joe to try to bring some uh yeah. credibility of, of hip-hop or or r&b you know on tv and right. no one nobody wants to see that anymore right, like right, there's right. other artists out there yeah. but yeah that's all i just wanted to you know, call and say put my little two cents in on this i appreciate um, you fat joe <laughs> i appreciate you all right so yeah um, and, 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 i'm sorry mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead, i'm sorry no i was gonna say make sure you put on that eagles hat tomorrow i'm telling you well well now listen um are they gonna go all the way or do they have injuries what is in in the sights for the eagles in your opinion please you gotta bear uh, I feel like we are on, you know, competition. We have injuries here and there. Um, I start in tight end. You know, he had a fractured forearm. He's working his way back, so he may be back. Mm-hmm. Um, not this week, but possibly next week when we play Dallas in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts got a little bruise knee that he's been dealing with all season, okay. but it doesn't matter because we keep finding a way to win. So I think we can go all the way. Okay. You know, last year they last year they said that you know we had an easy schedule and we ain't beat nobody. Yeah. This season we're beating everybody. Right. You know, we beat the Dolphins, we beat the <laughs> Chiefs, we just beat the Bills last week. We beat the Cowboys. Nice. So now, you know, we got the 49ers tomorrow. So when we beat them, what else can they say? Nice. Yada Bear, always great to talk to you guys. And you can check out Yada Bear with my homie left-handed on Down and In Sports, all right? Thank you, Yada Bear. Have yes, a great- every Tuesday. Have a good night. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. I sleep. Okay, bye. Peace. All right. Uh, my homie Goo tapping in. Goo says, uh, Star, I'm with Gully right now as we speak. Okay, salute to Goo and Gully TV. Does being petty make you feel better? Yep, I just, I hung up on Mammy. I just, <laughs> Friday morning, and I'm just, I'm, I'm requesting that you just remove one of my vehicles off of the policy. Why, why is this, it wasn't a tense discussion, but it's just like, whoa, 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 hey, easy, easy. listen, I'm not your fucking child. I'm not your bum ass, you know, your husband or whoever you talk to like that. Not your father. Why can't you just remove the vehicle and you know, whatever comes with that? Let me deal with that. The drunk white boy. Just, just remove the goddamn vehicle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Sir Shy, got your donation. Star just heard Rory is dating Safari. What? Penis? Thank you, Sir Shy. Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, Alex, got your donation. Most of these rappers are liars and niggers. Um, yeah, yeah. But my 
concern is that, you know, why did it take Fat Joe in particular a decade of beefing and then he had to go to the penitentiary, the feds, for being a tax evader and a thief? Now he's talking about, you know, hip-hop and doing the right thing. and You know, he's trying to get his money back up. Did he pay the IRS or is he still trying to pay off the debt? Because they sat his big dumb ass down. For those of us from the New York tri-state area, just, man, that was just like expected, right? Whenever he went on the radio, whether it was Hot 97, Power 105, you expected him to talk about beef and or drama. That's all it was with him. That's all it was. So, so if, if you're now telling uh, CNN and, and these other platforms, oh, it's just art, it's art. Why were you enforcing the stereotype and the ignorance of drama and beef? Hold on, guys. I'm coming back to the phones. I just want to make sure I get all these uh, cash apps out the way. Eamon, I got your donation. Fat Joe got MF calling, uh, defending his name. Well, I'm going to let you speak. I'm going to let you speak. You, you, you can call in and defend him if you like, if you have a valid uh, position. Mm. Janet says confirmation except from article. Turns out that the woman happens to be late. Rapper Big Pun's mother. Oh, my goodness. J- Janet, are you serious? So Big Pun's mom was in Miami at 63 years of age, allegedly robbing banks? Did Fat Joe ever address this? Oh, I'm not going to say her name. Oh, my goodness. Was she was she smoking? Or she just couldn't get royalties? Good God Almighty. Fat Joe. <laughs> uh hold on a second. I think I already spoke to this person, didn't I? You called in, you you didn't pick up. I, I gotta keep it pushing. I gotta keep it pushing. Uh area code two zero nine. Is that who I think it is? Saturday night, 209. Are you there? Tell okay. Randy, what's cracking, man? Good to hear from you. What's cracking? Yeah, man. Just another Puerto Rican taking from the FBA, man. Mm. And selling other people's stories to be theirs. Mm. Come on. And now what's left to question is all those stories now that he gets goes viral for his book. Do we take those two accountabilities to be fairy tales and him over-exaggerating or his side of things? We'd be like, yo, I got a story with Big. Nobody knows. Me and Big was at the club and he spit the verse. Like, all the time he speaks now, I can't believe this fat nigga, this fat lying Puerto Rican. I don't think I've ever believed him, to be honest with you. But it just it didn't bother me. But now since he's but, you know trying to somewhat sort of steer the culture or the genre, pardon me, because the, the culture is pretty much dead. I'm concerned, and I'm, I'm speaking up. Go ahead. 
And the reason why I even say that he could have been of some type of, you know, historian when it came to the genre of music that he um, planted himself in was because during COVID, he monetized as one of the greatest storytellers in hip-hop with all his legendary rants on IG oh my when he was in bed with Pepsi and Ciroc. Mm, right, 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 right. So now you got to take to account that these Puerto Ricans go and say that they helped discover hip-hop, and now since Fat Joe is a liar and a spick, I'm going to say all of these dancing Puerto Ricans are lying in spicks and they don't know what they're talking about. Well, let's not attack everybody. There, there's some great people. You know, I have a lot of Puerto Ricans that support this show. And, and one of my closest friends is Puerto Rican, Luz Cannon. One of my closest friends is Puerto Rican. So so let's not make it about everybody. But, but Fat Joe himself, let me ask you, Randy, you're Dominican. Is Fat Joe a culture vulture? Yes. Mm. He is a culture vulture because even his name is deceiving and he always reminds us that he wasn't Joe Crack because he made money in the crack era, but because he's a fat slob that in school people used to make fun of. Right. I had a teacher that went to school with that fat slob in, 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 to school in the Bronx, and he was a good youth, I heard. He just used to do graffiti with um, Taz Crew or some shit like that. I forget, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, before you so, go, Randy, um, are you familiar with Mark Curry uh, from the Bad Boy Camp? Uh, he did an interview on uh, The Art of Dialogue on YouTube talking about spiking bottles, you know, or he had knowledge of it. He witnessed it. He says we, uh, we, it, it, and I'm, I'm concerned, uh, you know, if he has uh, admitted to crimes. Randy. He did admit to crimes. Mm. If it, okay, look, I am just going to say from my ignorant point of view, if you are in cahoots in some type of crime, you are accountable for it. Like, if I set you up, Star, you don't think that I am in on the setup? If I'm right. tricking women out of their clothes or yeah. I am helping a group of men do this, I am more guilty because... I am just taking part. I'm not even doing the act. I'm like a, I'm like um, a bitch boy. Mm. I'm the one doing the dirty deeds Shit. for the right. for the devil. You know, right. I'm no. I'm actually worse than the person committing the crime mm. because I am assisting you do it. Yeah, I am your doer. I am your doer. So you are the facilitator. So, facilitator. Exactly. Yeah. So I believe he should be in question and. People should keep a very close eye on him and what other shenanigans he admits to because this is now a place where people, old niggas go into the internet and treat it as a therapy session mm. and admit too much. Right. So right. these old niggas are giving us the rope to hang them with, you know? Right, right. And I hope he is... Um, somewhat held accountable for this because this is disgusting mm -hmm. no no man at his age i'm pretty sure he has children should be on right he's a grandfather man and it's like yo dude that is disgusting Sheesh. that is disgusting if yeah. he was in parties helping nasty men do nasty things and make victims of people 
that is something that should not go unpunishable and he should um be held accountable there should be no no ifs ands or buts because him saying that he was a part of this now were you getting some type of thrill from doing this were you mm. were you getting some type of excitement right, what, right now right. we got to get into that psychology yeah. what what was in it first? what happened after these uh females as you stated received a pill from diddy allegedly did you did, you get, did you witness someone being held against their will was she recorded was she humiliated what what was she uh, like that holds the cat kidnapped oh kidnapping if someone says no and and you grab their arms you you prevent them from leaving that's it's kidnapping jeez mary and joseph go ahead, finish up randy go ahead go ahead for my last statement he he is um the man that probably told the women, nah, you too drunk, just, just lay in bed over here. Oh, my goodness. And then he goes in and goes, oh, yo, she's in that room, Diddy. She's in that room. I got it. I got it all lined up for you. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't A worry. co-conspirer. Co-conspirer. Yeah. Yeah, so stay up, man. Stay up, Randy. Thank you, man. Okay.